Hello, and welcome to Life in Their Sandals. This is a podcast where we dive deep into the lives of biblical people to determine how we should live as Christians today. I'm your host, Chris McGrath, and today we have the great opportunity to study the life of Saul. Saul, who would later become Paul, we see introduced to us in Scripture through a narrative of Stephen. And Stephen, the fiery preacher, while he is being stoned, Paul is holding the coats of the people who stone him. We see later in Acts chapter 9, Paul travels into Jerusalem, and he gets the uh, Jerusalem Council's approval on being able to go to Damascus and to carry out what we would see as hate crimes against Christians. He wants to go and take every man, every woman, every child who is a Christian and bring them back to Jerusalem so that they could be tried. Paul, while breathing out hate and slaughter for these Christians on the road to Damascus, sees a great light. And this light is the Lord who appears to him and tells him to stop persecuting him and to work for him. Saul at this moment is struck blind, and he then has to be led by the hand by his servants into Damascus, where Saul then takes refuge at a house. And Ananias travels to see him. He receives a vision from the Lord in Damascus and tells him that Saul, who would become Paul, is now a chosen vessel to God, and that Ananias was to go see him so that he could receive his sight. Ananias travels then to the street, which is called Straight, and he meets Saul and calls him brother. And here Ananias baptizes him in Jesus' name, and Paul receives the Holy Ghost, and he's healed of his blindness. Blindness falls like scales off of his eyes. After this, Paul would then begin straightway, the scripture says in Acts 9, to start preaching and teaching about Jesus Christ. Paul, during this time in Damascus, leaves for Arabia for a span of three years. He later writes to the church in Galatia. And during this time, he's preaching in and around Damascus and Arabia. And Paul makes it clear in his writings through his epistles that he did not receive the revelation of Jesus through the church at Jerusalem. And this is an important fact because Paul considered that encounter he had on that road to Damascus with the Lord to be sufficient proof that it was time for him to stop what he was doing and to start teaching others about Jesus. So he immediately begins teaching and preaching, and he's traveling through Arabia, and he's traveling in and out of Damascus, and finally he returns to Damascus. And as he is there in Damascus preaching fervently about the gospel of Jesus, the Jews there become very angry. The Orthodox Jews who still are practicing that religion that had not received Christ the way that the Christians did. And this is just the first example of what would happen to Paul many times throughout his journeys. And the Jews here, they convinced the governor under King Aretas, the king of Damascus, that they should kill Paul. And so they lie in wait for Paul at the gates of the city to kill him. But Paul escapes them by being let down by his brethren, who are Christians, through a window, out of the city gates, in a basket. Paul is lowered by these people that he had showed up to the city to capture and to kill, but now they are helping him escape. 
and this would set off a missionary career, if you could call it that, better word might be calling for Paul, that would last decades and would be so impactful that it would change the world forever. So what are some of the takeaways that we can gather from this narrative of Paul being let down by a basket from the city of Damascus? I believe one important takeaway that we can gather from this is that just like Paul, we can get started for God now. Paul, I'm here to submit to you, did not wait as some supposed that he did. He did not just spend three years getting educated. In fact, he later would tell the church at Galatia that he didn't receive the gospel from anyone other than the Lord when he showed up to him in that moment in the road to Damascus. And so through his journeys in Arabia and through his time working in and around of Damascus, he preached Jesus to everyone that he came across. He did not wait until he had been in the church for five years. He didn't wait until he had been in the church for five months, but he began straightway to preach the word of God to those he came across. Another takeaway we can take from the life of Paul in this narrative is that God has provided us a means for escape. The situation we're in might look dire, and this situation for Paul surely did. The people that should have been his fellow countrymen and brethren that probably knew him on a very personal basis, maybe even worked for him or maybe worked above him at a different time. Now they were looking for him in the city and waiting for him to travel through the gate so that they could apprehend him and kill him. Probably our lives today are not that dramatic and no one is out to kill us. But the point is still true for us today, that God has given us a way to escape. We might not be let down by a basket outside of city walls, but whatever has been purposed against us to harm us, I want to remind someone today listening to this podcast that no weapon formed against us shall prosper. The weapon might be formed, and it might be formed against us, but it won't prosper because God is able to keep us. And this leads me to my last and final takeaway about this narrative, which is that God is able to turn the plans of the enemy into our good. In every city that Paul journeyed to and he preached, he faced opposition. And throughout all this opposition, his enemies only helped to serve to spread the gospel further by driving him away. If they would have just let him stay at Damascus, if they would have just let him stay in Arabia, although of course you you wouldn't have, then the truth would not have traveled beyond the bounds of those regions. But because in every city Paul was forced out, was chased, was driven away, the gospel spread that much more quickly to someone else. And so in your life today, you might not be facing a garrison of the Damascenes like Paul was, but whatever you're facing, understand that God is able to take what the enemy meant for evil and to turn it into our good. I hope you enjoyed talking about this narrative in the life of Paul today. There is so much to glean from this important moment in Scripture. I hope you tune in next week. We will be talking about someone who is very integral to the story of the Bible, and I know that you will enjoy it. Hope to see you next time, but in the meantime, be blessed. Have a great week.